Hello, this is the World Economic News by Coldwater Economics for Monday the 22nd of June. As always, the purpose of the bulletin is simple. I'm trying to keep you abreast of what's happening in unexpectedly positive or negative ways in the data from the world's major economies. I'm doing it because I can't see that anyone else is, and I think it's useful. After a very quiet data week, things are getting busier. But most encouragingly, we're moving back towards a situation where normality in the data is beginning to reassert itself. Over the last few weeks, more than half the data released has arrived more than a standard deviation from where it was expected to be, and often the deviations were so huge that it didn't even make sense to count it. The vectors were wild, even if you knew roughly the direction coming. This inability to even get in the ballpark of how things turned out should make everyone very sceptical about our ability to really understand the current situation, let alone what happens next. So the fact that today's data generated only one surprise and two shocks, whilst a further nine data points, nine data points arrived much as expected, is itself for me the main news today. We are, it appears, edging back towards normality. As for the story being told, there is a certain symmetry. The conference board's leading index for China fell 0.9% month on month in May, despite the fact that the coincidence indicator rose 2.9%. What's souring China's immediate future prospects are falls in industrial profit profitability signals and falls in export orders, whilst what's boosting them are bank lending and domestic consumer expectations. Meanwhile, over in the US, we have the other side of this hinge of the world economy. The Chicago Fed's huge National Activity Index, which summarizes data from 85 different data lines, showed a modest recovery in May, up 2.61 points, following April's dramatic 17.9 point collapse. What's doing the work? Primarily employment and production indicators whilst there's very little stirring in consumption and housing indicators or in end orders, sales and inventories numbers. In both China and the US, then, we can see supply-side indicators are reporting early signs of recovery, but with only modest support from the demand side so far. As for the data that didn't get through, Taiwan's 0.4% year-on-year rise in May export orders was 0.2 standard deviations below historic seasonal trends, with basically Infocom's equipment up 22.2%, electronics products up 13.4%, but everything else falling. But look also at where demand is coming from. US was up 8.6%, Europe was up 12.3%. But in Asia... China and Hong Kong was up only 2.7%, whilst ASEAN dropped 8%, 6%, and Japan dropped 8.1%. Well, there's no point in stretching it out, so that's it for today. Tomorrow is going to be much busier, and the media will be preoccupied with a whole raft of markets' preliminary PMI results for June from Japan, Europe, and the US. But what will probably be more genuinely interesting is the expected hard industrial data from Taiwan and new home sales data from the US. Thank you for listening, and if you got something out of it, please help spread the word about the bulletin. If you'd like to know more about Coldwater Economics, 
please feel free to contact me, Michael Taylor, on mjtcoldwater at fastmail.com.